podcast, that podcast where once a week we argue that old chestnut, which is better, X or Y. I'm your host, Tyler, the low note of this podcast. I'm your co-host, Jordan, the middle notes of this podcast. I'm your also host, Kevin, the high note of this podcast. Uh, I could have gone higher, and I should have gone higher, actually, in hindsight. I could have... I could always, I can always we go. Really lower. Need, we really need a fourth, because yeah. What does it say that I'm, I'm the, I'm the low note of this? Podcast? Well, you're depressing. Well, you're also, always bringing up you, stuff like, hey, remember how uh, everyone's starving everywhere? You also insist upon being the first to introduce yourself. Otherwise, I would probably do it. Well, that's the that's thing true. too, Tyler. You have to be the straight man in the introductions because you got to establish that pattern. <laughs> no one else on this show is straight. Yeah, yeah no. Full disclosure, everyone. Um, Sorry, ladies. <laughs> yeah. So, um, no, we're all desperately alone, which is a, a distinctly straight character. Absolutely. Oh, that's why. Oh, everyone else, like yeah. Everyone That's else why everybody so else charm. in the LGBT I mean, look community look is so Harris. happy, right? They're all happy. Yeah. That's why they're that's, that's why, why gay. Neil Patrick is is married to a, the world's most lovely baker and has the two most beautiful children I've ever seen. The Pillsbury Doughboy. Um, which I actually just started watching How I Met Your Mother and one uh, I do think it's very impressive Tyler's... how misogynistic he is in that. <laughs> Tyler's real good at watching shows that are like 10 years old. Uh, he's also in the middle of season two of Arrested Development. And he's uh, Buster just, just lost his hand. Very exciting development. And he's just getting around to watching Twin Peaks. Uh, no, no, I did that um, last year. Oh, is that right? <laughs> yeah. Plus, that, that was 90. You got to that he's one got that first, covered. Right? No, no, I'm um, like uh, halfway through season two of Twin Peaks, and then I kind of lost interest. Uh-huh. First season, though, was great. Man, boy, uh, who killed who How killed did... Ar- Arnold Palmer? Am I right? Uh, so it was the lemonade. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. If you, as you probably gathered, this is a podcast where once a week we argue questions submitted by you, the listener, versus and would you rather questions. We take them and we hash them out here on the show. And so, without further ado, let's go ahead and get started. Our hey, first... real quick. Yes. If our listeners start sweating while they listen, can we call them glisteners? <laughs> yes. Okay. Or if they're vampires and it's sunny out. <laughs> then they step out of the sun. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, find a nice dark room, uh, turn on the AC, and enjoy. Uh, but our first question comes to us from Haley Peterson, who is becoming a regular contri- uh, contributor to the show. HP, uh, if you will. HP. Good old. Harry Potter. <laughs> yes. Uh, little known fact, she also went to Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. Did you um, say Hogwarts? Hogwarts. Hogwarts. It's Southern equivalent. I was running down to the Hogwarts. I won't no, it's pick actually, me up one of them potions. No, it's, uh, it's Italian. Takes away that I take ED. you to the Hogwarts. Uh, <laughs> spicy yeah. meatball. They missed spell. out on the Triwizard Cup because they were too... Uh, a little too much of a racial stereotype. Yeah, they could have tried a little harder. Um, you know, just to, like, well, there were the Frenchies there, so, and the Russians. The Russians. I really liked, I really liked all those Jamaican wizards. I, I yeah, they were great. Very good, yeah. They were pretty they chill. They had that voodoo. Yeah, they just Hufflepuffed the a lot of the time, though. Yeah, they Hufflepuffed a lot. <laughs> so, thank you so much, Haley. Um, and she wants to know... Would you rather have an elephant in the room or a monkey on your back? Uh, go. Both of these are in the most literal sense. Um, well, we can all agree the best of these scenarios would be just a monkey in the room. Because he'd just be going crazy. <laughs> oh, and I the thought worst you were going to would... go with elephant on your back. Well, the worst <laughs> would be having an elephant on your back. Because then your spine would crash, crack in half. We, I know we all want a baby monkey, baby monkey riding on a pig, baby monkey. But our choices are monkey on your back or elephant in the room. I feel like if you have a monkey on your back, you're going to be walking around and it's just going to be grabbing stuff all the time. Well, yeah, it's going to be like a food. toddler 
in a shopping cart. So be like, oh, what was I that, want Kevin? The fruity pebbles. What was that, Kevin? <laughs> including your food? Oh, I thought you said including your poo. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, including your poo. You go down you... to take a leisurely dump, and then monkeys just could grab all your poo and throw it at people. No, you so just advantage say, monkey. Like, you have somebody who throws your feces for you, but you are without <laughs> you are without blame. Oh, I, the Whereas elephant me. in the room, you're gonna have to throw your own feces, and that's that's a real hassle. Oh my god! I mean, if I could cut that out of my day to day, do you I, know I, I how many hours it takes me to throw my own feces? Well, I, I think to, a, a great host can always throw a good feces. Um, <laughs> doesn't matter how many people are there. And a great um, but, a great English major can always write a good feces. Yeah, that's true. I I am not one of those. Uh, but uh, another advantage, monkey on your back though. Like if it's an adorable baby monkey that's like clinging to your back as it would a mother's, I've got to imagine that has the um, opposite gender attracting appeal of like twenty puppies, all on top of each other's back. Mm-mm, nah, no. it's probably a baboon. It's pro- and the <laughs> elephant is probably Babar, king of the elephants. So, oh, Babar is in your room. Yeah, so that he's going to be, be great. conducting class, all sorts of official elephant room business. Up. He's going he's gonna to be like, hey, you want to take a ride in my hot air balloon? Uh, I'm just going to talk to you in this really soothing voice so that you can fall asleep and not have any more nightmares about that guy who you know is hiding in the corner of your yeah, room, Tyler. because there's nothing more comforting than a talking elephant. Than an elephant doing something that no elephant is supposed to do ever. It's no, it's sentience. I legitimately love Bobar. Bobar? Um, no, Bobar. You said Bobar right there. I, I love, love Bobar Fett in, I lo- the, in the Star Wars prequels. I love Boboli brand frozen pizzas. Um, That's Boboli. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, um, yeah. I, well, what kind of room are we talking about here? Because if this is... My, my it's man probably cave a, it's in probably the bottom a, of my house. It's gonna that's there's gonna be no room no, for me. It's probably a circus tent because you're okay. in the circus. That's true. And what what is your role in the circus? You are, are you cleaning up after the elephants. Is this oh is this a water for elephant scenario? Are you gonna fall in love with that with um, the elephant battered Polish girl? No, this is Operation Dumbo Drop. Oh, Tyler, were you? <laughs> Were you at, at, at Kakafta when they did that um, elephant play, the elephant monologues play? Elephant oh, yeah, graveyard. yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah, the elephant man? No, elephant graveyard. No, I didn't see elephant graveyard. I okay. did see um, the one that was based on the elephant man, like the guy who had elephant titles. Oh, right, right. Um, well, all that to say, I did not think you could make a play about killing an elephant depressing, and they somehow managed to do it. Yeah, um, what's depressing about killing one of these uh, most majestic animals that um, will never forget any pain that oh, it shoot. ever experiences well, in its life? Yeah, that's a huge problem with the... That's a huge problem with the elephant scenario. If you're ever going to host any poachers in that room, you are going to have to be, like, on point, head on the swivel, like, making sure... Oh, shoot! Oh... They have a specific gun for this. They have an elephant gun. And I forgot to check them at the door. I need a... My metal detector isn't calibrated for elephant guns. Oh, shoot. Now they have an elephant spear. Oh, man. Now they have an elephant radon detector. I don't know. They've got so much technology. It's a it's a race war. No. It's an arms race. <laughs> not a race war. Those are two different things. <laughs> different things oh I man think in, what a, what a race war derby. the cold war was though right oh man it's just so a true bitter Another race disadvantage war of people. elephant in the room is that elephants never forget anytime you do anything or say anything this elephant is going to be on constant vigil is keeping you accountable holding blackmailing you you're just going to get a little little note uh-huh. out of its trunk uh-huh uh, Wait, it just says more, more peanuts, please, or else, <laughs> yeah. I'll, or else I'll reveal this hideous truth about you. <laughs> well, here, how about the monkey on your back, though? It could be like a trained spy monkey, like in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh uh, yeah, 
Oh, oh and, then, but and then it could no. eat bad dates and die, and John Davies could be like, "Yeah, no, the monkey can be um your uh, your food taste, your yeah, no, it's like the canary in the mine. Like you send it into a bar first to see, you send it, and if it, and if it comes first. out with beads around its neck, you know it's a cool place. <laughs> yeah, no, it's gonna like if you do have an excuse if you're on a bad date, you're like, sorry. I got a got a monkey. Sorry, my, my monkey, monkey is allergic to bad dates. If he eats one, <laughs> he will die. Um, Could be a but flying the, monkey. The problem with the monkey fly though, you around like um, like Dorothy. You are gonna have to clothe that monkey because people will not stand for naked monkeys. You're gonna have to get sure. a diaper for that thing, probably a fez hat, and if you're really going all out, you're gonna have to give him one of those Shriner go karts just to mm. go with the fez. I was yeah. thinking more of an organ grinder. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or or little tiny monkey symbols. Ooh, that <laughs> would be true. adorable. Oh, that would be great right in your ear. Hey, there's nothing better than symbols clashing directly in your ear twenty four hours a day. Uh let me throw this at you. Hey, guess what? Adorable. That's what drew Schumann insane, by the way. Having Schumann? a monkey. What was that? Schumann? Schumann? Schumann. Yeah, Schumann. Didn't uh, you see the sign about it? it? Right? Didn't you see the Seinfeld about that? Anyway. No. Uh, what? Schumann. Schumann. Uh, um, what about, uh, what like about, that. what about pygmy elephants? What if you have a pygmy uh, elephant? Yeah, those pygmy elephants, elephants. What if you have, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's well, true. Well, then, pygmy, then if you... Pygmy, pygmy elephant in the room, easy to deal with. Silverback gorilla on your back. About <laughs> yeah. as bad as a giant elephant on your back, so... That would be difficult. You know what, though? Um, you are always going to have to explain why the elephant is there. Like, you're going to have to go into a 40-minute origin story. Like, okay, the elephant is there because they were going to film Operation Dumbo Drop 2 in this room, and then they decided not to because Dennis Leary wasn't on board. Whereas the monkey, people never question why a monkey is in a place. They're just like, holy crap, it's a monkey. This is the best life ever. Oh. No, it's I, gonna be a great segue though, because like any is like, all right, let's discuss the elephant in the room, and that breaks the ice right there. Whereas, let me tell you guys, well, yeah, the, a ahead, giant dude. elephant would break the ice because they're heavy. Let me get. Let me tell you guys the main <laughs> you number one problem with elephant in the room. Go. You'll never be able to get it Achieve out or prod climax. it or treat it poorly in any way, because if you do. Tony Jaw is going to come up and <laughs> protect, protect that elephant because he is the protector of elephants. Uh, and uh, you're never going to be able to, you know, get rid of all the flesh off that elephant and then gold You're never going to be able to strip it down to the bone and devour and then gold plate it. Elephant. Here's the thing, Because he's if... going to get real mad and break every single bone in your body. But the only, the only situation in which that would be awesome is is if you had 40 cameras set up all around the room, and then, whoops, you got the perfect fight scene already filmed. Now you just what? have to edit it and send it to, you know, somebody in post-production. Um, what if it's pink elephants on parade? What if you're just, like, super boozed up? Oh, so what if you're, yeah, on LSD? Well, then, yeah. Yeah, people around, and you're, you're tripping out. <laughs> that would be terrifying, actually. A lot of, a lot of Pinocchio is terrifying, actually. Um, big problem with the the monkey scenario, though. Um, elephants, are... the big problem. Hey, oh, elephants, small problem with the monkey scenario. Um, monkeys, depending on like how used they are to people, will like get super bold and also very combative. Like there, there are monkeys on this mountain in China, and there are signs all over it, like not to feed the monkeys and like to be careful because the monkeys may run up to you and rip your arms off. So that would be kind of a bummer if well, they did that. It is confined to your back, so that's the perfect arm ripping position. Is, oh, that's is on somebody's back. Got, hey, there they his, are, right there. You got his fingers right in your mm-hmm. joints, right in those sockets. All right, we need to take a vote on this. Um, Kevin, which do you think you're going to go with? You know, I am going to go with monkey because – no, elephant. Because when the monkey has to poop, it's pooping right down your back. And I don't enjoy having poop run down my back. 
Whereas I with don't... the elephant, you can have a nice um, snowball fight. Or yeah. build like a thatched... Uh, yeah, or you know what? Hot. Just grab some dung beetles and then they'll make like an intricate set of tunnels out of it. So there you go. Circle of life. Jordan? Close. I'm going to go with monkey on my back because my, my monkey is going to be an orangutan. He's going to have those big old long arms and wrap them around me and I'll always have somebody hugging me. Because Jordan just loves hugs. Yeah. I love hugs. And he'll have his big stupid face right over my shoulder. And oh, like, wow. That is so speciesist. How dare you? That is speciesist. And he'll give me a, he'll kiss me on the cheek and I'll be like, oh, you cad. So this Jordan, is just going to be. We're going to have to watch uh, Planet of the Apes later. You really need a wake up call there. So, Jordan, you're saying that you just want to star in Clive 2. Electric Boogaloo. Yes. Um, what was the movie like? It was like somebody ran a hotel and there was like an orangutan. There or was Clyde like too. Sorry, not Clive. No, uh, I wanna, I wanna see MVP, Most Viable Primate. Oh, that's true. <laughs> oh, our almost namesake. Uh, and I am gonna go ahead and go with Monkey on my back, just because I think monkeys are adorable. Young Tyler, as I think I've discussed on this show, wanted nothing more than to be the. Uh, the animal keeper in the baby monkeys section of the zoo, and you know I I'm gonna I'm gonna raise that monkey, I'm gonna nurture it, and then it will fight my battles for me. By the way, that movie that I was referring to was actually called Every Which Way But Loose. I don't know why I thought that it was called Clyde, but so, that would have been a better title. So so thank you so much for your question, Haley. And next time you have to choose between a monkey on your back or an elephant in the room, uh. Go ahead and go with that monkey on your back. You're going to be glad you did. So I guess what we're trying to recommend is uh, become an alcoholic. So our we're next... always trying to advocate that, though. <laughs> it's very true. Uh, our next question. Actually, this is very exciting. Listen to the tone of my voice. I'm excited. Comes to us from Enrico Chavez. Sherbin. Sherbin. Enrico, please let us know how to pronounce your name. This is the second time I ruined it. But he is emailed us all the way from Germany. So we basically have all of the um, the countries across the pond covered. Holy crap. We've got, we've got Russian listeners. We've got British listeners. We've Think got about German listeners. Of course, it's an American. That's all of them. In a it's country, an American in England. In a country well, yeah. full of Gunthers and Ulfs. And Franz's. This dude's named Enrico. He is probably mopping up the ladies. No, that's true. We're, He's we're actually a janitor. That right isn't his email. We're going to sell this right here. We don't care how his last name is pronounced. He's just going to be Enrico Suave. Enrico! <laughs> so, he writes, that's his, Hey guys, that's his I'm a big name. fan of the show and was wondering, if I'm going to get myself a pet dragon, should I choose one of those grumpy European guys that are infamous for hoarding treasure and taking princesses hostage, or should I go with one of those funny Chinese dragons, which are a symbol oh, of oh. potency and luck? Excuse me, or Oriental, Oriental. <laughs> no, I think that's worse. Uh, excuse me, uh, excuse me, Mongoloid dragons. Now, guys, it, I do. I don't want to. I don't want to put you on blast here, Enrico. But you know, just because they're Chinese doesn't mean they're funny. I mean, they're just different, right? Um, just because their eyes are slanted a certain now, way doesn't mean that they're they always happy. Do, they <laughs> do make some mean General So's chicken, though. So, oh well, that's a plus of the Chinese dragon. Because um, the end of the email fire, was, oh. would love to hear your opinion on this smiley face. Greets from Berlin. So he isn't. Ooh. He is a Berliner. Ooh. He is a, de- a jelly donut. Hey, did, did they ever? Berliner. Did they ever manage to take down that wall? Yeah, no, no. Enrico, no. Did, was that like something? <laughs> Write us. Let us know. Yeah. Real curious. A lot yeah, of. I, there was a lot of talk about that like 20, 30 years ago, and nobody's really mentioned it since. If then. you could just send us an email, we'll put out our retractments and corrections episode next week. Because retractment uh, is a word. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, you make your stupid arguments, and I'm no, going to look up what's on. It's retraction. Retraction. Wait a second. Yeah, it's retraction One of us, and d- digestion. Who crack. among us was an English major? Yeah. Yeah, you were the. How did you graduate? I was well, president of the honorary. Oh, good point. Um, well, I think Kevin knows how to communicate better than you. So. Well, like I was saying, big plus to the Chinese dragon. When he spits out that fire and grills up a chicken, 
he's gonna it's you know the fire mixes with general so's sauce that that you know just kind of excretes from his pores by nature and then you got yourself some delicious general so's or sweet and sour depending on whether he's angry or uh he's curious oh i thought that was a matter of the males make general so and the females make sweet and sour oh maybe that is i sorry i i was maybe reading an older study um that was not uh not as complete it was, um, it, was it was in 1998 so i fe- i feel like chinese dragons are going to be a smoother ride like anytime i've seen one of those they're kind of like falcor-esque where they just kind of wisp around and you know it's very smooth hold on is falcor the dog from Neverending story he's a luck dragon jordan <laughs> how about you fact check um, yeah check your facts guy <laughs> Um, oh man so they look like a much smoother ride whereas like all of those european dragons it's very herky-jerky progress mm. our process no but because chinese dragons are doing all those loop-de-loops so hey good luck good luck hanging on when he's loop-de-looping all over the place and making roller coasters at least yeah the- but they have mustaches for like reins whereas- <laughs> that's a good point well so do humans uh, that's true. When, that's when you have a monkey mind. on your back, your mustache is just rains. Um, point for for European dragons, though. You Sean Connery is one of them, so the Ooh, chances that's true. Of, that's true. The chances of getting a Sean Connery dragon are a hundred percent more. If you're are you European saying we one. share a heart with this with this pet dragon of ours? Uh, well, you might, but. Only if you are. Uh... Do you know who played the uh, the awful prince in Dragonheart who shared his heart? Was it Eric Bana? No, it was David Thewlis, better known as the guy who plays Remus Lupin in Harry Potter. Oh, <laughs> nice. really, Uncle yeah, Remus? It is. Look it up. <laughs> um. Oh gosh. Advantage European dragon it is always constant. It will constantly be bringing princesses home mm, so like true. you know you just kind of have like hey uh, it's like it's like when a dog you know goes and like grabs a pretty lady's shoe or something you're like hey i'm sorry he's kind of he's kind of like that i'm training him but hey you know so you come here often <laughs> except it's gonna be <laughs> no royalty. i'm i'm been dragged here <laughs> And they will have been forcefully brought. Never there. been here before. Um, the problem with that, though, is if you find out that you're not into her, um, it's going to be really hard to communicate that to the dragon and be like, "Hey, could you just take her back? Oh, you ate her. Oh, shoot. Oh, now you just you whapped her with your tail, and now she doesn't have a head." Like he's going to be dealing with the situation kind of ham-fisted. Um, now, you if think- you are a sarcastic, wise, wisecracking donkey then uh, you're going to have to deal with the inevitability of a European dragon falling in love with you. No, but also you could be, I think, is it the same voice actor who is also a funny Chinese dragon? I believe it is. That's true. <laughs> so really, Although, you're going to be dealing. You're going to be dealing with Eddie Murphy at your house. Well, yeah. In if either you, scenario, if you choose the Chinese he's either dragon, either going to be making pancakes or breakfast in very similar delivery. He's no gonna... waffles was the joke. He's going to be spouting out so many mouthy, you know, kind of sassy witticisms. It's going to be great. He's going to not have been in a good movie for like the past. 15 years hey meet dave was a masterpiece what was the last movie that eddie murphy was in i don't know tower heist i think yeah i think that's right yeah i had Um, high hopes for that movie i was like please uh, once once more before eddie murphy dies no after tower heist he was in a thousand words i'm not sure what that is that's the sequel to seven pounds he was also in the beverly hills cop tv movie there, oh, wait, good. there's a Beverly Hills Cop TV movie? Burr, 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 Evidently. Burr, burr, it's 2013. Burr, I don't know if that means... Burr, 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 oh, I think it's coming out. Whoa. Detective Axel burr. Foley. Yeah, dude. Yeah. A Thousand Words is... Um, he has like some kind of tree on his property that like makes him tell the oh, truth. Oh, yeah, I saw that. It was like Liar Liar, but with trees. It was like, oh, hey, this is a... This is what happens when global warming is not stopped. We get trees that <laughs> command us to do things. And he's in a movie called Triplets um, that the only description of it is Julius and Vincent Benedict discover they have a third sibling. Not sure if that should resonate in some way. 
but well, all right. ha- realizing you have a third sibling is terrible. I think he's actually finds finds out he's uh, Benedict Cumberbatch's um, long lost twin. Um, but uh, European dragon, he is going to be hoarding treasure. The question is, do you think he's going to let you dip into that? No, of course not. Is Unless, it going to be like, are you going to have to put on your invisibility ring every time you want to go into the house? I just think he's, well, like maybe or are you going to have to hire, oh, you could hire a burglar. No, it's like maybe he'll take you out to dinner a couple of times, you know, like, or you go, you go to a bar and he's like, oh, I'll get this round. Don't worry about it. But it's, you know, it's very much on his terms. You know, it's mm. never, it's never like, hey, here's 50 bucks, you know, go buy yourself something nice. It's always, you got to be out with him and to, to do it, you know. Um, if you're, if you're a lady, having that Chinese dragon could work out in your favor if it's actually, um, some kind of, like, weird wizard dude living in a moving castle. Um, some handsome, what's-his-face. Is that <laughs> the plot of House Moving Castle? No, he was, was not a dragon. dragon. Some handsome, what's-his-face. You're thinking of Spirited Away, which Spirited is a completely away. different movie. Yeah. There's, you're gonna have some kind of Japan anime where you wind up. If you're working a in a hot guy. springs and you need to be saved from a no face black. Why you gotta make this about race? <laughs> I said no race. I said no race. A no race. Uh, That's <laughs> uh, um, yeah, and then you'll find out that the dragon was the spirit of a river that got turned into apartments. On the spirit of the right, Kohaku right. River. Oh, it got it's it's got filled in. It's all apartments now. Um, I don't know Chinese dragon. What kind of what kind of powers do they have? They have fought, do they even have like breath or is that a well, strictly European well, here's, thing? Here's what up though. In they Europe, grant wishes. It, yeah, mm. if you if you get choose a European dragon, everybody's gonna be trying to kill it. But if you get a Chinese dragon, every everybody's gonna be like, oh. Well, this guy's pretty sweet. He well, yeah, it's like Shenlong. He's... You have to gather all seven Dragon Balls, mm-hmm. and then you have to say whatever play the magic the magic words are that Dragon summon Dodge Shenlong. Ball. You have to play Dragon Dodgeball, and then he he appears, and he's like, Goku, how many Some times Goku? do I need to bring you back to life? <laughs> That's true. You're thinking of Doctor Who. You're thinking of Yamcha. Um... I don't know. I feel like Chinese dragons are cooler looking. Um, well, they have baller mustaches, like you said. Yeah. I feel like the European dragons are always, like, it's a good point. They're always super grumpy. Except for what? Uh, there was Puff the Magic Dragon. Uh, he was pretty nice. I think he was European. Wait, now, was what Figment was the, like, a dragon? Maybe. What was the super effeminate Disney one? Like, he was in, like, oh, a... Pocahontas. Yeah, yeah, she uh, was a dragon. My dragon, Pete, or some Pete's dragon. No, that's Puff. No, Pete's is... dragon. Disney. Pete's, Pete's dragon. Look it up. Brazzle dazzle brilliance. What? Here, let me show you the movie poster. I remember there was some VHS right in there. my grandma's house right that had there. some weirdo in the, in the chat. Pete's dragon. Oh wow! Ah. No, I thought that. I think Puff the Magic Dragon is in that. No, Puff the Magic Dragon is is a Peter Paul and Mary property. Oh, that's true. It's, it's a Peter Potamus property. My favorite books of the gospel. All right, I think we need to take a vote on this. Uh, Jordan, what are you going with? Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Chinese Dragon because. From having recently listened to uh, Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire on audiobook as read by Stephen Fry, uh, it seemed like it seemed like uh, Victor Crumb had an easier time with the Chinese fireball than uh, Harry did with the Hungarian horntail. So it's in the offbeat chance that I need to steal a golden egg from this dragon, uh, I'm gonna go with with uh, the Chinese fireball. Speaking of, I watched Wizard People, Dear Reader, last week, and I love that the, thing. the story of Hagrid's birthing the dragon and, and the sharks attacking, I was, I was legitimately sobbing. It was, 
listener, please look up Brad Neely's Wizard People, Dear Reader. You owe it to yourself. Um, I am going to go ahead and go with that Chinese dragon because it's, you know, it's got luck. It's got potency. Also, it's just super cool. Like, they're they're pretty baller. And if I can, like, ride Falcor around, I'm pretty sure he qualifies as one of those. Just throw my hands up in the air and go, yeah. <laughs> that would complete my life. Also, there is a really great uh, piece of artwork. It's, a, it's an S.A. goon. I forget his name, but it's called Happy Flight. It's um, Jesus riding Falcor. Really delightful. <laughs> Kevin? You know, I think I'm going to go with the European dragon because if it comes down to it and we're on a des- deserted island, I have to eat him because we don't have any food. Um, Asian dragons don't have wings. Uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. you're not going to have any of that delicious, delicious wing meat. So I'm going with the European dragon so I can fry me up some delicious dragon wings. Kevin does love wings. We still need to play that um that wing-based RPG of Murph Murphy's. <laughs> I know. I really want to do that. Next time we're all together, maybe when I head up to New York, we'll we'll play that. And then we also have to play um the the awesome guy one. I forget the name. The, the one where oh, like, the, uh, all your decisions are right or all your decisions are wrong. Wait, the like the fight fighter man and yeah. charisma uh, man? Murph, uh, let's we'll go relink me to those and I'll post them on the Facebook page. So thank yeah, you. In fact, we should Skype him in when we do that and have him be it's our true. We need master. him to be our yeah. DM for those. Our, our, we, no, we should record master. that then. That would be fantastic. That would be a fun master. episode. That would nice be awesome. little extra episode. Got to compete with Waf. Uh, so thank you so much for your question, Enrico. And next time you have to choose between a Chinese dragon, which it seemed like you were leaning towards in the phrasing of your email, or one of those grumpy European dragons, go with the grumpy European dragon. We know what's best for you. Our next question comes to us from Joanna Rudder, who was kind of offended <laughs> that we forgot about her. The uh, hold week. on, hold on. I remembered her, and you two forgot about Kevin her. and I. Well, we were Wait. blinded by the presence of so many Joannas. What do you mean? Forgot Kevin, about- you forgot about everyone. I remember Joanna Lawson. I was like, she's the only Joanna, and Jordan was like, no, Joanna hey. Rudder exists too. Hey. Wait. Hey. No, I wait. wait hey I don't remember this discussion at all. What happened? Hey guys. <laughs> Re- refresh, refresh me on the details. Can you can Kev- you give me the mic for one second? Yeah, I feel you, Joanna. <laughs> and one day I'll steal you. <laughs> what is? I don't know. You just that. you just make a move. Sweeney Todd <laughs> reference. Look it up. Uh, <laughs> I was like, wow, that was pretty smooth, Jordan. Oh yeah. Uh, I guess Jordan's married now. Yeah. Well, congratulations, you guys. Oh, yeah, Mazel Tov. Uh, you know, if you make eye contact or ear contact, I guess, for a certain amount of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look to your that's left how the Quakers right. do it. It's over 10 seconds. If you make ear contact for over 10 seconds, you're literally uh, married. Isn't that also the amount of time germs get on things when you drop them? Yeah. When you drop them like it's hot? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with that. <laughs> Cut that Quakers, all out. Quakers, like, I guess Quakers do, like, when they get married, they just, like, stare at each other. What are we even talking thing. about? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Question from Joanna Rudder, who also wanted to say that... I know who she, Joanna Rudder is. I don't understand. I know you do. Ah, uh, whatever. Anyway, she didn't want to be shown up by... It was all last of, episode. All of, You were like... All, we It was a lapse of memory. We were, anyway. Except so, on Jordan's uh, part. Jordan remembered. Jordan remembered. Pepperidge <laughs> things, Farm. Things were said. Pepperidge mistakes Farm were made. remembers. We're not going to point fingers as to who did what and who killed whom because honestly as soon as we record these episodes and put them out um they no longer exist right yeah uh they immediately drop from my memory uh joanna also wanted to be upfront about the fact that she doesn't want to be uh pushed out of our minds by these johnny come latelys uh, and is reasserting her her place as a regular contributor on the show but she would like to know would you rather only be able to write in teen girl handwriting or forever wear cargo shorts? <laughs> Go. Uh, teen girl handwriting. That means I have to put hearts over all of my I's I and believe, J's. yeah. Yes. I Every believe I has to be dotted with I's a heart. I's and J's have to be dotted with a heart if well, you're being 
Like, if you want to switch things up a bit, you can throw a star in there. But that's only if there's at least two eyes in in the now. Sentence. Also, well, plus am I every... forced? Am I forced to do all of my writing the same way I would do all of my texting? Yeah. Yes. No, you have to use the the letter U for you and BRB. OMG. And you also have to end every sentence with an exclamation point. So it's true. At least one exclamation point. So you know, if you were like, "Oh, my uncle got in a car crash." Exclamation point! I know. I think that is a fitting, fitting case for an exclamation point. What? If you're sending no. someone a text, my uncle got in a car crash. Wait, I'm no, panicked. you wouldn't put an exclamation point. That's insisting on itself too much. You know, I didn't use a lot of exclamation points, and then um, friend of the show Christy Ernst showed me the way of un- unironically and proudly using a lot of exclamation no, points. No, why? Like, because that, I, I, Jordan, would you do that? I would never do that. Jordan, like, your uncle I would just, just got in a I car crash. I would just crash. lay it out. Your uncle like, just got in a car crash. You are sending a text. Like, do it's not like you can do anything about it. It's not you're like, you're like, answer this text in four minutes or he'll die. <laughs> he'll die. I don't know. Here's my problem with using more than three exclamation points. Uh, it's <laughs> Two that is there's, acceptable. There, well, no, three is fine as well. Um, because good things come in threes. Uh, That's true. Podcast. Yeah. My problem with it, there is no way to Im- imbue your speech with that much excitement with mm. four plus exclamation points. Like, Jordan, I was just trying to I... do it. I was like, OMG, my dad died. <laughs> is that a three exclamation point then? That was four. No, that was my attempt at four, but it ended up like sounding like a question at the yeah. end there. Yeah. yeah, it was three plus a question mark. Can oh, I yeah, hear I guess... two, Jordan? What? Could I hear a two? Uh, what do you want me to say? Um, uh, Benedict it? Cumberbatch is going to be at my birthday party. Okay. Benedict uh, Cumberbatch is going to be at my birthday party. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, that that's good. Two. I hear, I hear the second two. one, yeah. Can I hear that with a one? Benedict Cumberbatch is going to be at my birthday party. Uh, yeah, 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 no. Yeah, there's that's, an extra layer. Very fair. Definitely, yeah. <laughs> um, wow. <laughs> so... Hurting your eyes, that could send a lot of mixed messages in the workplace, mm-hmm. as we've discussed. Like We're you're also gonna have... hurting our exclamation points. Did you get that, Yeah, too? we are hurting our exclamation <laughs> points, which we are invariably leaving at the end. Like, hey, the copier's had a toner. It's like, why is this enthusiastic and kind of seductive? Yeah, the question marks also have uh, hearts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hey, complicated. We're going to be late to this meeting. That is the Winky universal face. symbol for it's complicated, right? Like What's a that? question mark with a dotted with a heart for an it's complicated relationship. Um, cargo pants advantage. You got a lot of pockets. <laughs> yeah, and not a lot of friends. No, sorry, not pants, shorts. Yeah, so you have yeah. a lot of pockets, but comparatively half yeah. as many as you'd have with let's, cargo pants. Let's not forget it could be worse. You could be forced to wear a utilicult. Oh, that's, that's true. true. That's true. Look, or jeggings. But you better hope that winter is never coming and that Game of Thrones is wrong because you are going to be frigid. Here's the thing, though, Kevin. I have very hairy legs. Do you guys remember that one guy at college who wore jean shorts and high socks all the time? Even in the dead of of winter. uh, Yeah, 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 yeah. Not to be confused with Spaceship Backpack Kid. (laughs) No, or Running Kid. Or Running Kid. Or Touchy and Feely. Right. Or Safari Steve. See, I, I would I would still say cargo shorts are better than jorts. Uh, I don't know. Jorts are coming back in style. Are they? That's true. The hipsters are Are we are talking them now. jorts or are we talking cut off jeans? We're I just wear about... a full hazmat suit year round. That way <laughs> I'm always in fashion. That's true. <laughs> that's the and I, that's how fashion works. And I and I wear a, a, a one of those steampunk gas masks as well, just in case. Um. So, cargo shorts, like you are gonna be, you're gonna be able to. I I guess there's some utility, like more and more. Well, no, because you no longer have to have all kinds of stuff in your pocket. You can just have a smartphone that does everything. Uh, right, but with a cargo, I'm gonna with cargo assume... shorts, you could have four cell phones that, ha- that do everything, and That's a pocket true. watch that has a cell phone in it, right? <laughs> and a and a miniature first aid kit. 
Yeah. Ooh, that's sport. true. Ooh, and um, and a Game um, Boy and a PSP and a waterproof and a real, a really little thing of vodka. Waterproof oh, yeah. matches. Waterproof matches. Mm-hmm. Good point. You Kevin. need those. Let's just those. list everything. Something someone might have in their pockets. <laughs> that's uh, a good podcast. Lint. Uh, uh, paper clips. Um, uh, paper clips uh, formed m- into a shape. Miniature flashlight. Flash drives. Miniature- uh, teacup poodle. Health insurance card. <laughs> um, teacup pig. Uh, hands. Tamagotchi. Other people's hands. Um, <laughs> Other people's pants. So there, there are lots of things that you can kind of keep in cargo shorts, I guess. Whereas teen girl writing. Um, I'm going to assume the teen girl writing also requires you every every typed out correspondence has to use like a teen girl font as well. Right. There's in glitter case, all over it. In which it case, is... let's go to our favorite scenario, job interview. Would is right. it better to walk in there wearing cargo shorts or to hand their hand you hand them your resume and it's covered with like hearts and like flowers. I think they would be like why the frick is this guy giving us a handwritten resume? Like what is this 1912? Um, or they could be like, oh, wow, this guy really folded that resume up so he could fit it in his cargo shorts. He, he uh, folded it up so he, you could do the um, the marriage thing. What, what was like the, the little the fortune teller? Are you talking about fortune tellers? Cutie catcher. Yeah, 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 the fortune telling thing. You folded it up so you could be like, will I get this job? Uh, married. You resume decide. says yes. Uh, <laughs> All right, boss man, pick a color. Um, uh, Purple, P U R P L E. Purple. Where would you most like to meet your spouse? I don't know. Are these dress cargo shorts? There's no such thing. Uh, we discovered there was tuxedo utilicilts, so there is such a thing. Let's find out. Uh, we... Yeah, and all those. Hey, business casual, please. Acceptable variants. Uh, cargo shorts. Dress cargo shorts was a suggested cargo search on Google. Um, yeah, no, they don't really exist. No. They're just kind of like khaki. There are some that are pleated, but oh my, what pleated is that? cargo shorts. So I searched cargo shorts for dress cargo shorts, and all that came up were costume versions of Ivan Drago's shorts from Rocky Four. <laughs> um, I did I find just... cargo sh- skirts though, which are no kind of stop cool. stop right now. I mean, they don't look awful. That's. I just googled Fargo shorts. <laughs> I just found some cargo jorts. Would you rather have pattern shorts? No, it's a with cargo Steve Buscemi's skirt. face on them. Wait, wait, what? I'm sorry. Repeat that. I was Far- <laughs> distracted. Fargo shorts are shorts with uh, a pattern of Steve Buscemi's face on them. Oh, that would be wonderful. Yeah, right. Um, cargo skirts look weird. I found some uh, vintage Fargo boxer shorts. Oh, baby. Some foxer shorts? Um, I feel like if you have the teen, if you always have to use teen writing. Um, I feel like we need to vote. So how about you turn this into juvenile. a vote? <laughs> now, a serious question, though. Do you guys have any theory about like why it is that girls' handwriting and guys' handwriting is so different? Like why girls are always curvy and guys are angular? Is it a chromosome thing? Yeah, it's because guys it's our, love them curves. Yeah, no, no it's our it's yeah. Our, so girls are writing in a way to attract men to their work. Right, of course and, they are. And that's girl, our privilege. girls love and girls love one slobs. thing. Girls love <laughs> girls love slobs. So that's why men have terrible handwriting. Girls love people who look like they never progress past. The but third it's grade. it's true though. Like I work with a guy who writes like he has girls' handwriting, and I'm just like, I'm always suspect. I'm just like, who are you? And where did you come from? Who are Does he you? hard his eyes? No. Not yet. But he could if he wanted to. All right. Let's go ahead and take a vote. I am going to go ahead and go with um, forever cargo shorts. There are just so many things you can put in pockets. Uh, Kevin? Um, I am going to go with girls' handwriting because then I would always know if somebody wanted to go out with me or not because they checked the <laughs> box yes or no. Well, the trick is big box yes, little box no. Hey, hey, do you approve this home loan? Check yes or no. (laughs) Jordan? Uh, I'm going to go 
Oh, shoot. I forgot my reasoning. Home. <laughs> I'm going to go. Should I go? I should probably go. I'm going to go with girls' go. handwriting because... Um, what, what was my reason for it? You're the one who asked me to start the vote, so <laughs> why don't you rock the vote? Don't tip the vote over. Oh, right. I'm going to go with girls' handwriting because if I always have to wear cargo shorts, that means I have to sleep in cargo shorts, and I don't want to deal with that. Uh, that's true. So, And thanks. I'm pretty sure I wouldn't be able to remove like my Game Boy and my compass and my... Uh, you know all my other accessories from my what about the problem it's gonna be be lumpy while you're sleeping there in your cargo shorts what about your game gear and all your supplemental batteries for your game gear i got my game gear in one pocket and like 40 double a's in the other pocket you could cosplay as lumpy (laughs) pants that's gonna get you about two hours of gameplay so thank you so much for your question joanna and next time you have to choose between cargo shorts or teen girl handwriting, go ahead with those cargo shorts. You're going to be glad you did. Our next question and final question comes to us from G-Unit Lawton. Thank you so much, Joffrey, who wants to know, would you rather be a cuttlefish or be constantly or- cuddling fish? Oh, uh, yeah, go. I was going to say, cuddle a bee fish. That would hurt because it'd sting you. <laughs> Yes. So, Wait, what is advantage a cuttlefish being again? a cuttlefish, a cuttlefish is like a little squiddy dealy. Um, advantage being a cuttlefish, you're going to be able to enjoy the endless majesty of the ocean, uh, including the coral reefs, the uh, deep, deep depths, um, other things that are in the ocean. That's going to be fun. You're also going to have like an, some nice defense mechanisms. I think they camouflage. Wait, are they talking about the fish or the rock band mentioned in iCarly? Okay, it can be. Fish. You have to choose when you vote. Okay. Um, that is a great name for a band, isn't um, it? You, so you can camouflage. That's pretty cool. You got some like chameleon-esque skills. I don't know. Maybe someone will call me out on this. And I think they also can ink. Yeah, they they do inkings of famous paintings. <laughs> yeah, you can you can really work on your um, calligraphy. Uh-huh. Uh huh. That's gonna be cool. Yep. Keep going. You can also make, ooh, cuttlefish ink pasta is definitely a thing. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shoot. Oh, my gosh. Um, cuttlefish ink is actually called sepia. So when you refer to sepia tone, that's what you're referring to. So you're going to blow up oh my that gosh. Instagram. Yeah. People are going to be like, this dude, this dude does panoramas like nobody's business. Look at all them filters. Um, ooh, cuttlefish eat shrimp. So I'd be living living on endless shrimp. I would be like Red Lobster if I was a cuttlefish. I would just be like yes. endless shrimp Mis- all the time. Mr. Red Lobster. That's right. Uh, endless shrimp is my life. I hope that's someone's name. Like, hey, Red. Mr. Lobster. <laughs> hey, Red. Hey, champ. Cuddling fish. We can all agree that like the cool fish, like dolphins and stuff, they're mammals, right? Yeah, sure. Are there any actual fish that you would have a desire to cuddle? Like, I would definitely uh, snuggle up with a dolphin. Finding Nemo. Nemo? A clownfish? Like, they're kind of small. Yeah, you probably crush them, Kevin. Well, that's what love does sometimes. It's so good that it crushes you. Oh, if I cuddle a shark, do you think I can um, make it change its ways? And... Well, their skin is like sandpaper, so probably not. You guys uh-huh. want to cuddle this guy right here. Let me see, let me see, let me see. You just pointing to yourself? Ha! <laughs> that weird, derpy, brain fish booger thing. That's gross. It's the derp fish. Is that right? Yeah, that's the, the scientific term. Uh, it's the well, genus he's, Mimus. He's the problem the is, if you're getting down there, um, you're probably going to have to wear you're a wetsuit. You're just suit. cuddling, you're not getting down. What's that? <laughs> no, if you're, if you're, uh, you're we probably going to have to wear a wetsuit. So that hug isn't going to be that great. That cuddle isn't oh, going to be that true. great. That's true. You're going to be through true. a layer of poly nylon sterunophone, whatever it's made out of. <laughs> it's going to feel real impersonal and cold. That's how I go with all of my cuddling. Though. Is that right? Like if a lady's just... like, hey, you want to cuddle? I'm like, hold on. Let me get my wetsuit. <laughs> and you just turn to them and say, just so you know, this doesn't mean anything. Yeah. No skin to skin contact. This is, this is completely devoid of emotion. I've got a flounder back home. 
Um, <laughs> in every you got one in every C, seven of them. Uh, I feel like cuddling a fish. Yeah, you're gonna either you need to wear all kinds of apparatus, or you are going to be cuddling that fish and it will be dying in your hands. Like you're gonna feel the life <laughs> leave its body and then turn it ooh and then turn it into delicious sushi. You know what though? I bet you fish have some pretty great jokes. Yeah. Because they true. haven't had anybody to talk to. Oh, have I told you my fish jokes? No. No joke. My two or yeah, well. It better be a joke. joke. Yeah. <laughs> no lie. My two favorite jokes. Uh so joke number one. Oh boy, two there's fish- a lot of setup for this. There are two fish in a tank, and one fish says to the other fish, do you know how to drive this thing? Uh-huh. <laughs> Joke number two. Go on. Two fish swimming up river, and one hits a concrete wall. One fish says to the other, damn. Yeah, I know that one. I didn't know the tank one. That's very funny. Um, uh, I can tell been, you think it's very funny. It would probably have been less Using so. Using your that was very funny voice. Yep, yep. Um... Probably less funny to Winston Churchill, who lived during World War II. Tyler, that's so insensitive. That's very true. Um, I don't know. Being a cuttlefish, though, like I feel Wait. like that's a very brief existence. Like, How they, long do they live? Um, fish live on average. Well, but you're gonna out. have to. You're gonna have to cuddle these fish. You're gonna feel emotionally attached to them. So would you oh, rather yeah. have would you rather have a short lifespan yourself or to go through a string of fish you truly love and cuddle with and watch all of them die? Are these like, does on. the fish like right before it die does it say um like I I would I choose want you to, to live, live a mortal life. <laughs> Hold Devour on. Devour me. Um these... also um Real quick, Wiki Answers says that a cuttlefish lives 1 to 1.5 years. It's right. actually a pretty long life for a cephalopod. When we're <laughs> that in, was, in, that the, was in the answer. In the cuddle the fish scenario, are these fish with benefits? Um, no, you only yeah, cuddle no, one. Yeah, no, they've got those omega-3 oils. No, you have one fish wife at a time. <laughs> it's very true. Just like real life. Um... I would love to marry a fishwife just so I could call her my fishwife. So you could call my her your fish cuttlefish? Wife, yeah. My um, fishwife. Oh, uh, what if it's microfish? So wait, you have to cuddle you have to cuddle that fish until it dies? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> well, if it's out of water invariably. It's just dying in your arms tonight. Uh-huh. <laughs> it could die in your arms tonight. It's certainly not something you said. Must have they been can't, all of that cuddling. Because they, they can't understand human speech. Uh, all right, we need to take a vote on this. Uh, Jordan, what you going with? Uh, I'm going to go with be a cuttlefish. Cause be I, a cuttlefish. I, I like the idea of shooting ink at people who annoy me. <laughs> Kevin? Um, I am going to go with cuddle a fish because the whole the whole human the whole above ground world has already rejected me so i guess i gotta go uh beneath the surface the deep blue sea plus and what if it was one of those what if it was one of the fish from king triton's kingdom oh we they, didn't we didn't even talk oh, about sang and danced we didn't even talk about cuddling with jaws oh yeah <laughs> hey you know he just just a bad bad man who needs some no he, yeah he was just misunderstood she yeah. she is that right yeah. yeah so she was just probably in heat oh yeah that's true she with sandra bullock um so <laughs> i am going to go ahead and vote cuddling fish because free food free food and i love sushi even if it comes with a side of heartbreak so thank you so much for your question, G-Unit. And next time you have to choose between cuddling fish or being a cuttlefish, go ahead with becoming that cuttlefish. You're going to be glad you did. So thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Ninjas vs. Podcast. If you would like to submit a question 
Christian? Question? Christian. Uh, sorry. If you would I'm like almost... to submit a Christian bail. If you would like to submit a question, look us up on Christian Mingle. Um, <laughs> that's uh, christianmingle.com slash winkflirtatious. That's Christian Mingle VS, no period. Uh, so you can email us like Enrico Suavez did. Um, ninjas versus podcast. That's versus VS, no period podcast at gmail.com. You can also submit questions on Formspring, which we've been getting um, more frequently recently. That's formspring.me slash ninjas versus podcast. Or you can hit us up on Facebook, where we are uh, regularly uh, posting funny videos, um, reminding folks when we're going to be recording to get in questions last minute, uh, all kinds of stuff like that. and we also just really enjoy interacting with you guys there. Uh, we're at 177 right now. So we're moving our way up towards 200. If you want to like us on Facebook or rate us or review us on iTunes, that's always super helpful um, for folks to find the show. Uh, more than anything, just share it with your friend. Thank you to most recent fans of the show. Um, Matt Osika. Matt Osika, uh, Jay Tholen, Laura Egler. Probably Asuka, I would Asuka? imagine. Asuka? Ah, uh, he's the Nausicaa? new OS. Nausicaa, uh, Matt of the Wind. Uh, thank you so much. Um, and then you can also connect with us on the Twitter, at Ninjas vs. Podcast, or with the MVP hashtag to be considered for the Tweet of the Week. Jordan, do you have a Tweet of the Week? I have two. One of which is a little confusing. May actually be a, a listener tweet. Oh, well. It's it's from... The first one is that confusing one. It is from Josh Groban uh, at Alex Lamoureux. And apparently our Twitter follows him. Okay. So I'm assuming one of you knows who he is. Oh, uh, well, I think with the Twitter, we follow most of the people who follow us. Team Followback. So how it works. So they can they can send Anyways, them DMs. He says, Dungeon "I am being Masters. followed. I made this account to read at Horse Ebooks, which is a great account to follow, and yeah. and at Tumblr Text. And then he has hashtag Deadlines, hashtag YOLO, hashtag MVP. Oh, nice. Well, super super right. glad to see you on Twitter, man. Uh huh. And I also recommend that everyone go read Horse Ebooks. Although, to be fair, we did ask that people just hashtag MVP for their day-to-day tasks. We did. So, uh, but the... If the, you, if the you better, need any hot... Go ahead. Sorry. The better tweet of the week is from uh, King Devi, who said... Who, who tweets... That's not... By the way, that's not possible. <laughs> what? King, King Debbie is not possible. Devi. Oh, Devi. Never mind. Well, that's probably possible. Devi's probably a... King Devi says, take a, sh- take a chick shopping. I ain't never did that. Hashtag MVP dollar sign. hey Yeah, man. <laughs> you know, little advice to the fellas out there. Never take a chick shopping. They just want you to buy dollar stuff. Sign. Yeah. yeah. She's going to want you to take care of your health and buy that whole wheat bread. Um, and if you, if any, hey, just start a Twitter account, follow Horsey Books. Why don't you follow us? Uh, also, we'll I would like to note that we are the only follower for this Josh Groban, Alex Lamoureux. Um, cool guy, Crumrine. I'm on the Twitterverse. Uh, also Josh Groban slash Alex Lamoureux, whichever is his real name. Probably the second one. Uh, he loves earwigs and diced mustard gas. Oh, huh. so much in common. Well, uh, you yeah. can follow Jordan at Cool Guy Zimmy. Uh, do you actually tweet at all, Jordan? I tweeted yesterday, actually, I believe. What did you tweet? Uh, I can't remember. I tweeted the other day that uh, I was at a bar and some guy was like, hey, Mike. And I was like, I'm not Mike. And he was like, yeah, Mike, and bought me a shot. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I tweeted on uh, the 21st day of September uh, for the first time since the July July 12th. Uh, I said, I have a passion for onion rings. <laughs> I did. I saw that. 
<laughs> very important I was, updates. I was at Burger dispatches King from the front. My onion rings, and I was like, hmm. And Kevin is at the item of. Uh, really no, should it's, be it's Kevin at, at Cool Guy Kevy. It should be no. It's actually at Kevin J Gall now. When did that change? Like six months ago. Oh, he thinks uh, he's well, being professional. Yeah, uh, he's got to work on that personal brand. I gotta, yeah, I gotta brand it up here. <laughs> so follow I'm gonna us. Get one of them honest pages pretty soon. Uh, also, Russell Brand, um, verify us on Twitter. Uh, I see, think Kevin, that covers most of it. You don't need your name to be your Twitter handle. Like Joseph Gordon-Levitt's Twitter handle is hit record Joe. It isn't love it or leave it. <laughs> love it or leave it. Um, uh, so thank you so much to Animal Tropical for our intro, 20 Miles. Thank you to Sparrows and Crows for our outro, Ultraviolet Bliss. And our final question. Hey, by the way, real quick. I just listened to my first episode of Enter the Critic today, and it was real good. So It is great. Check out the other shows on the Eric Trubio Podcast Network. Enter the Critic is awesome. They watch movies, so you don't have to. Um, cause and that's, I, that's the only other one. We're yeah. the only two. Honestly, there are so many hours and halves of my day that I feel like, man, I could be doing so much more productive things with my time if only someone would give me the hard-hitting opinions on movies that I crave. Um, and then Enter the Critic came along. Yeah, and opinions on movies like Crave. And also check out Eric and Sarah Terribio's well, that's not part of the title. It's Eric and Sarah's Magical Fun Cast. Um, Eric is the greatest patron of this podcast. He, he helps us with the hosting. He's also just a very creative guy with all his fingers in all kinds of pies. And you really should check out his and Sarah's Fun Cast. It's what I'd call fun. Do they, um, do they still update that? I think they do. Yeah. We all should right. check on that. Probably should. Let me. Let me ch- I'll do a quick check. I'll see what their latest uh, episode was. What else? What? They just got married. What else would they be doing? Making podcasts. What's probably. that? Making sweet podcasts. Yeah. Um. And so, our final question, keeping with our ninjas versus theme. Ninjas versus. Ebenezer Scrooge. <laughs> Go. <laughs> it's real timely. Um, there has been one episode of Eric and Sarah's Magical Funcast. And so it's the best. Maybe you should hop on their Facebook fan page and tell them to make more. Yeah. Tell them to make a lot of things. Uh, Ebenezer Scrooge. Well, Ebenezer Scrooge. We're Molly and Molly. Those are good points, all. Ebony's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. We're unanimous then. Oh, all right. Good. Well, I cast, I cast my vote. Um, Castro voted to the fire and destroyed. I still think there's time for him to change. He'll be go by the largest shuriken in the window and bring it to me, young boy. Uh, so <laughs> I guess that's it. Kill him. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. As ever, I'm Tyler. I'm Jordan. I'm Kevin. And until next time, don't lose your cuttlefish of Cthulhu. <laughs> that's that's so true. Uh, that's the first thing they teach you. Um, sophomore high school, uh, high school health class. Gonna have a summer party. Yeah. So the helicopter's gone. Where we and dance out in the you sun. Know, hey, I'm, I'm hungry, so I'm gonna leave right now. We're gonna bounce and shake our bodies. You made chili, so. What? Really? We'll be dead yep. when You're having Skyline? Yep. Cincy chill. Alright. So I'm, I'm bouncing. So I'm all the fun. I'm Yeah. 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 Let Fun the scratch up our legs And we'll soak in the ultraviolet bliss Two quick things Go um, Quick time if you hear a helicopter, 
Uh, there are, you're you're on the run. There is definitely a helicopter that has been circling around above my house for the last 15 minutes. That's not the noise that helicopters make. <laughs> that is a plane. That is a that is a Top Gun fighter plane. That is not a helicopter. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, is Ted Nugent? Um, point number. Uh, it's two. actually uh, Eminem doing a chainsaw. Is that? <laughs> brum, brum, brum. <laughs> point number two. I'm on my second glass of wine. Good. Well, that's good. I'm I'm drinking knockoff uh, Wegman's Coke Zero. Um, <laughs> excellent. I have a, a a pint of Miller Lite. If I should go get it. Nope. You Ooh, should, wow. Well, you should get it and then dump it down the drain. No uh, joke. I had a glass of white wine before. Now I am having a glass of, it was like 50-50. I don't know, but it's 50% alcohol. It tastes like Welch's. I kid you not. Maybe it's Welch's. Have you considered the fact that it may be Welch's? Welch's presents Lil Addict.